But for me, like, I actually got in trouble for daydreaming a lot as a yeah, kid. Yeah, dude, me too. High five. <laughs> um, Welcome back to another episode of So Far, the So Far podcast, uh, the show where we interview uh, guests from various businesses or projects or careers, uh, folks who are in the early stages of said current careers or projects or businesses uh, to really inspire uh, and bring value, helpful advice, perspectives, stories uh, to the folks who are listening at home. So uh, thank you once again for joining and thank you to Naomi for joining us. Uh, thank you so much for joining. Thank you for this amazing opportunity. Yeah. Um, so she is a um, she is a dance instructor. She is a uh, health and fitness enthusiast and I mean, among other things, she's one of my friends. Uh, we've known each other for a couple of years now. And um, yeah. yeah, every conversation uh, we have had together in the past has been uh, very, uh, like a very beneficial conversation in some way or mm-hmm. another, or or even just like a nice, fun, always fun love, conversation. I always yeah. love talking to you. Yes, same here, likewise. <laughs> so that's why I thought like I have to get her on the show. Um, so thank you for coming so on to the Thanks. show. Um, so let's just start off. Uh, who, who are you? What do you do? I gave a little bit of an introduction, yeah. but um, you, uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Sure. So who am I? I am a daughter, a sister, a friend. I'm not a mother yet, <laughs> thankfully. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of work, I used to be a registered early childhood educator. Mm-hmm. But as of now, I have both in the process of but also in basically in health coaching Mm -hmm. and life coaching Mm -hmm. as well as a group fitness instructor i do cardio dances i facilitate ballet fitness and on the weekends um i am a superhero Ooh, yeah Uh, we'll get more into that in a second (laughs) yeah um yeah add a little air of mystery um that's that's great. I, I love how you, you started your introduction because um, uh, one thing that I like to ask guests and one thing that I like to ask people is if you, they can describe themselves uh, without giving a job title or the things that mm. they do. And uh, I think you you nailed that right on the head uh, because I was about to ask you that as my next question, but you mm. already answered that. So thanks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's so important uh, to be watchful of how we define ourselves. What are the first things that come out of our mouths mm-hmm. and that's something i'm still working on yeah yeah mm-hmm. awesome um well uh yeah could you just explain how uh how how you got into this uh you know being like health and, and fitness uh coach mm-hmm. uh instructor yeah so i would say since last year i was really just grappling with okay what do i want to do with my life i have too many interests and passions Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and in the realm of skill like that's something I believe I can always anyone can always practice and invest in to get better Mm -hmm. and acting actually Mm -hmm. I was considering like just full-time acting Mm -hmm, and yeah sure that might be risky especially as an Asian Mm -hmm. uh, Canadian Mm -hmm. but as I did my research meditated prayed about it thought about it um I felt internally and externally, I was led more and more towards holistic mm-hmm. health. Mm-hmm. And 
here I am as oh, a awesome. health and life coach, and I'm also still in school for nutrition, mm-hmm. holistic nutrition, with the Canadian School of Natural Nutrition. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, what were you? What were you like in in uh, in childhood? In in your high school youth years? Uh, I like to ask this question because uh, it, it often shows uh, a lot about why people do the, the things that they do now. Like, for example, I. Uh, made videos since I was 11, and now I'm making videos professionally for for people, for clients. Um, so yeah, what what kind of the, were the things that you did as a, as a child, or like your personalities, your quirks? The first thing that comes to mind when I think about childhood, mm-hmm. a dreamer. Okay. I mean, who who isn't a dreamer, right? But right. but for me, like I actually got in trouble for daydreaming <laughs> a lot as a yeah, kid. Yeah, dude, me too. I. <laughs> Um, I'm not sure if that's something to be proud of. I'm very proud of it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. Actually, as adults, like sometimes we forget to dream. Yeah. Uh, So that's something I'll always carry with me, Mm -hmm. regardless of stage and age. But aside from that, uh, I was actually, I went through so many phases. Like that's a loaded question. Mm -hmm. I uh, was very shy at one point and then excessively talkative. Like I actually got in trouble in class specifically from grade one until I would say four mm-hmm. I got in trouble so much for distracting other students no. and I couldn't talk I couldn't help it because I was so talkative um, and I had a really strong foundation I think in athletics mm-hmm. so s- team sports and I just loved moving around I competed in mm-hmm. gymnastics I did well and that really I think paved the road for me I it's it's a bit ironic because in my high school years, even though dance was a huge part of my life, like that was my passion uh, and dream was to become a choreographer. Oh. And then that's actually when I start spiraling into depression and a host of other mental health issues. And there's so many factors externally and intrinsically, but one of them was actually my inability to express and speak up for mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. Ironically, because it's not something that others were able to see at mm-hmm. face value. I was able to hide it for lack mm-hmm. of better words wow and to navigate um in the ways that i could at the time wow all mm-hmm. right um you know what i think you hit on a an interesting note of uh going through different phases of like thinking about doing this or thinking about doing that um like the whole reason i have this podcast is not just for people who are you know uh 18 and they're like oh i i set on this i want to do this for the rest of my life which is great if that's what they want to do but uh, it's also for people who are in their 30s 40s 50s 60s and they decide like i want to change my career trajectory and i want to change and i want to do this i want to start this new thing and that's what this podcast is is for it's for those people as well uh and i hope i i plan to get uh people who are also like in their 40s or 50s and have decided to try something slightly new and slightly different um so that was great yeah, I mean, there's so much more that I could say, but I know you have a lot of other questions. Actually, yeah. before you go into that, um, sure. top three dreams as a kid. Go for it. You want to guess what I what I dreamt of? <laughs> like dream jobs or, or yeah, as a kid, and these are the one of the more solid ones I had. Hmm. Um. Performer. Okay. Uh, I'm not entirely sure what type of for- yeah. performer, perhaps acting or dancing or but like some yeah, sort of performing arts basically so 
singer. That was my number one dream. Okay. For the longest time. Uh, two, acting. Mm-hmm. And three, police women. Police women? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I thought you were just going to say dancing as the last one. It would be just be the triple threat. <laughs> I know. Uh, it would be know, the right? Broadway thing. I got really super into, just as a tangent right now, I got Ooh. super into musicals over the past like two weeks. Cool. I just started like watching a whole bunch of uh, musical uh, numbers online. Yeah. I just, I think it's it's super cool that, um, uh, that uh, those are your dreams. Um, and yeah, I don't know if I, like I could predict the other two, but Policewoman, that was interesting. Yeah, I think that came from a sense of justice. Oh, okay. I've always had as a kid. Okay, okay, yeah. interesting, interesting. Nice. Um, uh, let me pull up my questions here. Um, so, as a, as a uh, fitness health enthusiast, a dance instructor, um, uh, you said that, you know, police... Uh, woman came from your sense of justice what is the um what is this health and and fitness um uh the desire to pursue that as a career where does that come from why why Mm -hmm. health and fitness yeah like where does that fit into my life Mm -hmm. um as i've mentioned i was seriously considering going into full-time acting Mm -hmm. despite (laughs) lack of support and Mm -hmm. even odds stacked against me Mm -hmm. i i really felt god um, because my faith journey um and spirituality is such a huge part of who i am Mm -hmm. i really felt god was just impressing upon me to pursue holistic health and it made sense like i started with a thought and then there was more there were more and more interactions i had as well as research that just really affirmed that but even just where i've come from like having gone through a decade's worth of anxiety panic attacks depression like it sounds crazy that, mm-hmm. that that's been a long time mm-hmm. but it was never like a linear journey i would get better and then i would be back into that state so also community played a huge role like getting to know other holistic health practitioners enthusiasts actually one of uh someone that i highly value her name is abby tai shout out a shout out yeah so she's like an eczema specialist and expert she actually played a huge role in inspiring me to pursue it specifically holistic nutrition um and ultimately the vision and desire to empower people to their best health because mm-hmm. that's our greatest wealth. Right. It sounds cliche, but it's it's just having gone through my own quote unquote health crisis right. and seeing that in my own uh, family because there was some turbulence um, mm-hmm. in, in that regard um, with like colon, um, early stages of colon uh, problems borderline um diabetes like just seeing that makes me makes me think like like what do i want for myself Mm -hmm. and how how can we be healthier uh and more informed in our decisions so that Mm -hmm. we can live life to the full whatever that looks and means Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. wow so yeah uh it it really does seem like it comes from a, a a personal place of um you know trying to help help other people because 
uh, that's what you would have wanted yourself for. You would have wanted help from other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, so that's, that's awesome. Uh, and so, uh, what are the things that you're doing now day to day? Like, what what is a day in the life or a week in the life look like for you? It's, I know it can vary, very wildly. <laughs> Every day is different. Of course. Yeah. Uh, but just say like a, like a typical day or, yeah. or just a, a sample day. Yeah. So I do believe in the value of routine. Mm-hmm. However, for me, I, I, again, like spirituality and my faith life is so important. Like I, I actually mm-hmm. let God lead my day. Mm-hmm. So, uh, case in point, like even today, uh, so typically I would, I would wake up, I would do a bit of devotionals which is a time of like reflection reading Mm -hmm. um, just to calibrate and set the intention for the day and then I would either work out or have breakfast and then get to work and work can mean school studies or Mm -hmm. like work work Um, but today I was like I really needed silent time so I legitimately I think I'm sure for at least 15 minutes in pure silence just breathing mm-hmm. and i needed that like my soul just needed my oxygen mask mm-hmm. so and then other times i could be cleaning like first thing in the morning okay. yeah <laughs> so. no yeah that's just yeah i just wanted to just to have, like so that people have like a little quick yeah. peek into your your life and what yeah. uh what sort of the what a typical or yeah. random day would look like yeah but in terms of preoccupation my studies, because I'm in school, right? right? Uh, for st- even though, yes, I'm a health and life coach, but I'm still like undergoing training. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's that, and then a lot of assignments. Right. And my own growth plan. Oh, okay. So I'm not sure I have vocabulary for that yet, but basically mm-hmm. my own studies for personal development. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. Uh, so... Going to back to um, something you've mentioned before, uh, which was uh, going through uh, a uh, some sort of s- struggles of, uh, of of with your own mental health. Um, could you, if uh, however comfortable you feel sharing sure. it, uh, yeah, could you just talk on, on on that topic a little bit more and and mm-hmm. and what what happened? Your experience was that, and your thoughts reflecting on it. Yeah, so more along the lines of how I navigated it or... Yeah, just like share your, what your experience was that was mm-hmm. with it. Like what, what happened as much as you would like to... Sh- you, if you yeah. feel comfortable sharing. Yeah. Yeah, so mental health is such a loaded topic. But mm-hmm. I can only speak for myself. Mm-hmm. So at the age of 12, that's really officially when it began. Oh. Uh, I was just... And so at the time, there were a lot of changes. And I basically didn't have the internal nor external resources to cope at the time. Mm-hmm. I think communication was huge. Like mm-hmm. I really lacked the ability to express myself. Mm-hmm. And that affected my own self-esteem, like feeling misunderstood and out of place, uh, not knowing how to stand up for myself. Mm-hmm. So that and also emotional regulation, like that's when, you know, all the hormones are kicking in and you're yeah, in puberty. Yes. And so like, yeah. it was, that, that's not helpful at the mm-hmm. time. So right. just not being able to regulate. Um, I actually had anger issues 
I, I don't think that's oh. apparent, but I, I struggled with anger. Like uh -huh. I, I was like, I, I didn't know what to do with yeah. it. And actually that, that turned into depression. That mm -hmm. was a hu huge part. Mm -hmm. um, I wasn't necessarily clinically diagnosed. Uh, there were different reports because I, I, I saw a number of psychologists and therapists mm -hmm. and it, there was not really a consistent mm -hmm. uh quote-unquote diagnosis I personally knew that I needed help um, I wasn't in my case wasn't able to get the help I needed nor wanted also probably because I was my own barrier as well so mm -hmm. um, hmm. I don't know I don't I feel like there's so much to, to, to say about it but um Aside from those factors and probably like chemical, um, even hormonal factors, mm -hmm. I, I think what really saved me and got me out of it uh, was like, yes, I know I keep going back to my faith and spirituality because that really was the rock for me. Uh, mm -hmm. Journaling. Right. That okay. was huge, my outlet. Oh, okay. And even talking to people like you. Like, oh, interacting Wonderful. getting to know people and getting to know their stories mm -hmm. and understanding like my story in relation to other mm -hmm. people because that actually yeah. gave me vocabulary to begin opening up about my own situation oh it allowed you like hearing how other people tell their stories and communicate that oh, helped yes. you okay that went a long oh, okay. way okay and lastly vocalized empowered declarations so some mm. of the things I, I did consistently was like meditate and visualize my highest self and to really feel it and to, to speak it. Like I would look at myself in the mirror, um, I would almost every day and I would tell myself like, you are unstoppable. You are mm -hmm. amazing. Like mm -hmm. I would say all these things and it felt weird at first, but I, I needed, I needed mm -hmm. it. And I, and I knew that that would elevate me to the next level. And I did. Wow. All right. Well, it's great to hear that, um, you know, talking like I was a, a part of like helping you uh, uh, ground yourself. And and I well, I, I'm uh, I'm glad I was able to be a part of that. That story. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, me that's, too. that's awesome. <laughs> um, so, you know, now that you've had time to reflect on it, um, is there something that you know any thoughts that you want to share um uh, for for the listeners at home maybe they're going through a similar uh struggle of their own um uh mental health wise uh, is there something that you would want to say uh, any um apart from the stories that you just gave um any thoughts or perspectives your two cents yeah yeah i think um for anyone who's struggling in that regard really uh as best as you can like carve space make space for yourself mm -hmm. and get in touch with your body wisdom mm -hmm. get get um what i call like white space mm -hmm. i think bonnie gray she's an author uh she introduced this term for me white space for the soul mm -hmm. because once we're able to get our souls and our internal being in a place of spaciousness, that's where awareness comes. And 
I think awareness is one of the best GPSs. Because mm. wow. we, we get in touch with our needs yeah. and our desires. I, for the longest time, didn't know who I was, what I yeah. needed, what I wanted. I was, it was chaotic. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah. that, you know, self-awareness is something... Uh, very important mm -hmm. uh, and it's very hard to to learn i don't know if anyone is ever 100 percent self-aware but you know mm -hmm. learning to be slightly more self-aware and also having uh, people around you who are able to understand you and describe you to yourself it's it's kind of like uh <laughs> uh i just thought of this analogy it's like you know how uh, uh vampires the uh, that they can't see themselves in a mirror so they have to use other vampires to describe how they mm. look um it's kind of like that i don't know <laughs> i'm not calling humans vampires this is not a <laughs> apples to apples analogy but it's kind of like you know uh cool example yeah it's like if you know if if you have something on your face you might not know it but mm. your friends will and yeah. your family will point that out for you yeah yeah i, I mean uh, in a way we're like mirrors for one another yeah i mm -hmm. mean we do end up sort of becoming similar to the people that uh yeah uh that we hang around and actually on that note we, uh going also back a little bit to uh the the note on um on how you know your friends and family were a part of that that story what what do you uh what are your thoughts on on uh you know your the your support group and family relations uh you know addressing addressing the podcast audience what what would you say your two cents on on uh on having a support group and people around you mm -hmm. like the importance of it yeah or the importance of it or like how to find a support group if they don't have one yeah. or uh, you know what to make of it when even if they are your support group they might not you know how far uh are, are should they be supporting you to the point of like you know to avoid delusion Mm. Uh, you don't want them to just be your yes people all the time. Mm, I hear you saying. Yeah. In some ways, funny enough, I don't feel I'm the right person to answer that right, question. Okay. <laughs> because I I think my paradigm in that regard is uh, based on my own observations. Right. No, that's, that's what I'm asking. I'm asking like your experience yeah. with it and your two cents. And yeah. like what, yeah, what, what have you learned from, from that? from having your own support group or having friends and family or uh, mm -hmm. learning from mistakes that you've made with like maybe you've uh, you listened to someone when you shouldn't have or right or you didn't listen to someone yeah. when you should have yeah so as someone who really grappled with trust mm -hmm. like I was someone who didn't trust even those closest to me not mm -hmm. anything on their part but that was my mm -hmm. my issue and so so I would say opening up to people we look up to. Mm -hmm. Because for a long time, uh, and this is back in the day, I would take advice from people I didn't necessarily look up to. Mm -hmm. People who didn't necessarily understand me nor could relate to me. Mm -hmm. And now in a much better place, like, I, like I'm loving life, I'm so happy. I've like I call it sweet spot lifestyle like it's right. I just feel like I'm in, a, I'm in my sweet spot and it's definitely a mentality and a lifestyle but um yeah I, I'd say that's a huge takeaway from all that I've experienced mm -hmm. 
uh, being open and learning about role models, mm-hmm. my role models, mm-hmm. as opposed to taking advice from just anyone, right? Especially if they have not walked my path or don't truly know me or are right. even willing to walk half a mile with me. Mm-hmm. Wow, excellent. Yeah. Um. So, you know, we talked about your past. We talked about the current. Um. So, what do you what do you envision for the future? Um, you know, starting off short term, uh-huh. maybe within the next twelve months, next, you know, eighteen months, mm-hmm. then the next year or so. Uh, what's what's your plan and your goals? Yeah. Short term, well, finish school. Right. And I I've been kind of on the fence in terms of really launching into full time work versus my own business. Mm-hmm. I mean, most people, um, out of wisdom, say you want to be staying with your job and then working on your side hustle. But in my case, it's like I, because of the nature of where I'm at and Mm -hmm. and my own resources, like I don't need to do that. In Mm -hmm. fact, if I really wanted to, I could just go into my business. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm really fortunate in that sense, in that way where I, I can decide. So that's actually where I'm at. Oh, okay. I'm like awesome. in that process of, okay, I, I could, um, again, short-term goals, I can get a full-time job and work on my side hustle, or I could just fo- fixate on business. Mm-hmm. So, Okay, cool. And so longer-term, loftier yeah. goals, 10 years, 20 years Ooh. down the line, what do you, <laughs> you want to do? Or what do you want to be doing? I mean, this question will probably change in the in the next two years anyway. It might. Uh, it could. It, it could. It um, may not. But like just right now, yeah. what does that look like? 20 years, several years down the yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. This is not something I've dreamt of as a kid. But okay. based on my own experiences, going through the wilderness, mm-hmm. coming back out, mm-hmm. I really, and for many years now, I really want to be some sort of a speaker Mm. workshop facilitator Mm -hmm. and writer Mm -hmm. i mean i'm already doing that yeah but there's just it's 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 an ongoing learning process right okay awesome yeah and that's definitely something you want to be a part of your life Mm -hmm. okay cool cool yeah so one question i ask everyone is what what do you want to be known for on your tombstone what do you want it to say Yeah, um, I would say someone who loved extravagantly. Someone who loved extravagantly. Yeah, loved with her life. Mm -hmm. I think nothing is more important than love. And that could be expressed through one's life work. It can be expressed through family. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Awesome. That's my answer. Great. Um, So looking back at... Uh, actually, you know, before I ans- ask that question, I do want to um, bring something up because I do remember seeing uh, some posts of, of you at uh, at the Seneca Helix program. Yeah. Uh, could you like <laughs> go into that a little bit more? I'm jumping just over. Just out of curiosity. Yeah, I'm ju- jumping around a little bit. But, <laughs> no uh, worries. Yeah, so, so what was I that like? I like jumping. Yeah. Um, 
I saw uh, on the Seneca, Seneca site this mm-hmm. program um, for those interested in business, mentorship, specifically in the healthcare system. Mm-hmm. And even though that's not necessarily what I aim to go towards or it's it's not like directly related to me, but I thought, hey, this sounds like an amazing opportunity, like working in a team to come up with innovative solutions for some of the concerns in the present, um, basically present struggles in the uh, healthcare system with mm-hmm. hospitals like St. Elizabeth and Markham Stouffville. Mm-hmm. I signed up. I wrote like a long letter to, to, to indicate why I'd be a great candidate mm-hmm. and I got in and the rest is history. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so what was your, your experience during that, uh, during that time? Hmm. And, and your thoughts coming out of it. Yeah, so. Like what, what, what did you guys do, first of all? Right. What was the program? Yeah, so the program, um, it's a 10, yeah, 10 day program to work in teams to better understand the nature of the hospital's problem mm-hmm. so that we can ideate solutions right with and for them okay yeah cool um and that was like over the 10 days you would work on the solution that you guys had come up with yeah workshopping it um uh sort of refining it and everything exactly and then at the end what having you pitched it to someone or yes so throughout the process we did have mentorship um very knowledgeable um amazing uh, men and women and then at the end we pitched it to basically those top leaders within that sphere and I think there were certain, like a few investors in the room too oh okay it's a bit intimidating yeah uh, especially for one who's, who's not even from that sphere right but again it's, it was an amazing opportunity right wow yeah. um, and looking back at that opportunity mm-hmm. what do you what do you have to say what did you think of that? Any two cents? It was a really insightful experience. Mm-hmm. And I think the value of trying new things mm-hmm. is something that I'll always advocate on. Mm-hmm. Because be it in relationships, personal life, professional yeah. life, like it's so important to understand the nature of a problem or, or like the heart of something before even trying to ideate or come mm-hmm. up with solutions because in my uh, experience during that program um, our team went through a few hiccups and it was a result of not understanding the heart of the matter mm-hmm. and I'm seeing like just a lot of transferable principles and elements um, being taken away from that experience mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay wow yeah excellent so looking back at your journey over the past couple of years um what uh you know just reflecting back on it because so so often uh when we're early or mid early in our uh, career or businesses um we're looking about uh, we're looking at the current and we're looking toward the future we're concerned about those two things but uh we aren't able to just reflect on you know just the the things that we are proud of in the past um so if you could just take a moment to reflect on that journey you've had what what do you 
what do you what's your take on that what what do you what do you think of your journey up until this point mm-hmm. so what are some things i'm proud of yeah sure the first thing that comes to mind actually is friendship wow excellent yeah um it'd be awesome if i could you know enlist some crazy awesome <laughs> achievements um but for me i feel like one of the best achievements um actually friendship mm-hmm. like keeping in touch with childhood friends despite having moved so much and right well i mean that can mm-hmm. be tough like uh in itself that's that could be quite an accomplishment keeping in touch <laughs> with people right it could be it yeah could like be. some some people will move away and they'll never really see that person mm-hmm. again unless they bump into them or like have you know occasional contact so that's yeah. actually something to be proud of as well yeah so um, i'd say yeah yeah so no continue yeah that would be the main one i mean i was never like amazing in school mm-hmm. i've never gotten any amazing awards right like i've got i, I got second place at a spartan race like okay <laughs> that's a big deal that's pretty I, cool i guess <laughs> i don't know I, I got a bunch of medals like gold silver bronze in gymnastics but i'm like that's pretty cool it doesn't i mean it's cool but it's i don't know it doesn't carry as much weight as right. when i think about uh friendship mm-hmm. well i mean <laughs> when you think about like if you're on your deathbed and you're you're not generally going to think like oh i should uh it was that in 11th grade i pushed myself a little bit harder so i can get that yeah. one medal no you're thinking like yeah i'm glad that i had the friends that i had yeah thank you Thank you, Anton. That's actually exactly what it mm-hmm. is. I think I, I've had the privilege of, um, and also intentional deci- decision to just thoroughly and deeply reflect mm-hmm. on my life. Like, what is it I truly want? Who am I? Mm-hmm. Who am I becoming um, as a result of my past and present choices? And something that I cannot deny is just the richness mm-hmm. of companionship and mm-hmm. friendship amazing yeah awesome um so if you were to to uh talk to yourself from three years ago five years ago however many years ago you want to talk to what would you what would you say to that person i would speak into my inner child and assure her that it's not as scary and risky as it is mm. as you as you make mm. uh, life or things to be okay mm-hmm. very nice and um if you were to speak to someone listening right now um and they're they have a similar uh, career trajectory similar um, desires and visions for for their career and their life uh, what would you say to that person who, who wants to do something similar to what you're doing Uh, Well, as someone who's still like navigating and processing, uh, I would say find delight. Well, obviously you're you're delighted in what you're doing. Otherwise you wouldn't be doing it. But but, um, be present as much as you can. Just enjoy it. And you're enjoying it, but enjoy it even more. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 Really just relishing in it. And it's 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 funny that you bring up the uh, you, you're still figuring this thing out because there are other people possibly listening to this podcast who are still also figuring things out. Yeah. Um, 
and I think that's okay. I don't know if I don't think we'll ever any human has ever figured it out one hundred percent. Yeah. Um. So. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, hopefully people can find solace in in hearing that. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, just uh, a couple final questions. What's uh, what's something one thing that you're currently like obsessed with? Uh, like in the past day, past few days, past week, something that you're just like, you know, it could be like, oh, I'm really obsessed with the German underwater polo team or like I'm really obsessed with crocheting or I'm really yeah. obsessed with this one thing. Yeah. It could be related to your life, could yeah. be related to your business. I'm just curious. Cool. Uh, my hobby life is like saturated with work life. Right. But my work life, I mean, for me, it's play too. It's mm-hmm. not it's a bit it's like it intersects so i would say honestly like Mm self-development and business related topics okay what's that's my has been my obsession so what's what's one thing just like in the past few days of that broader topic have you been like obsessed with hmm Could you could you break that question down a bit? Sure. Um, <laughs> like of uh, of the different uh, develop uh, develop business growth and personal growth things. Uh, what's one aspect of that that um, you have been really your has really uh, occupied yeah. your mind and okay. your, your energy? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, because it's just been so much and the the sequencing or articulation of your of your question actually it does help draw that out of me now i would say the possibilities and the value of being able to teach like who you are mm-hmm. like areas in your life in which you have i'm talking about myself but basically you areas in which you have overcome um whatever the realm may be could be an addiction could be like relational breakthroughs but just like just really coming to this place of like hey i can it is infinitely valuable to be able to put into words to be able to not only teach and share but to actually guide people through Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because it's one thing to experience a breakthrough for yourself but like being able to teach it Mm -hmm. oh my goodness and then being able to implement it into your business like that's even more cool and fun (laughs) so that's what's been standing out to me for the last little while okay cool cool yeah yeah it's just uh i like hearing about what people are currently obsessed Mm -hmm. with as well um yeah that was more uh, of just a curiosity question yeah um so yeah before we go is uh is there anything final thing uh that you would like to to say to our listeners after uh, looking back at this podcast um uh, what would you any last words you want to you want to say i would say i think from where i've been to where i am now just enjoy the process like i think mm-hmm. our society really fixates on hustling and giving our best and you know there's so much pressure outside and inside but really enjoyment mm-hmm finding our sweet spot whatever that Mm -hmm. means it looks like through Mm self-reflection awesome Mm -hmm. well um uh where can uh, people find you online uh social media or website or anything i don't have my own website yet okay but i have an instagram account and that's bold dot revival 
bold.revival. Yeah. So find her on Instagram at bold.revival, guys. Uh, thank you so much, Naomi, for uh, being on the show. Uh, and thank you all for listening. Uh,